0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian fienture reporting. This week, the Butler County Board of Supervisors reconsidered a motion for clarification by adopting a resolution concerning recommendations made by the County Compensation Board. The Butler supervisors voted to lower the comp board recommendations across the board by 4% for all the county's elected officials. Each supervisor will receive a pay increase of point 93 percent the auditor recorder and treasurer will each receive a pay increase of five point nine seven percent while the county attorney will have a pay increase of six percent the highest percentage increase will be for the sheriff at nine point eight five percent the new salaries will be for the next fiscal year beginning july 1st this week the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved a request to have the county be the fiscal agent for the Hardin County Endowment Grant Application for Community Economic Development. The Hardin Supervisors approved a couple of utility permit applications and also approved four change of status requests. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors have hired Rachel Jinby as a new county attorney. Ginby had been the Floyd County Attorney She begins her new position March 13th and replaces Blake Norman, who is now a district court judge. A report from the Iowa Association of Realtors shows the number of homes listed for sale dropped by more than 11 percent in January compared to one year ago. But Association President Krista Clark says listings were up compared to December. The
1: most. Um, telling thing that I saw in the market was that pending sales are picking back up. So December was a pretty slow month as far as pending sales went, um, and January kind of turned that around a little bit. People were back out looking and, and ready to make that move.
0: Rising interest rates help slow things down in the housing market, but they appear to have leveled out.
1: You know, the more time you put between the lowest rates of 2021 and, and Today it, it's kind of less of a factor. People kind of know what to expect, but that that initial shock really kind of threw people off coming into the the late fall and, and early winter.
0: Clark says you have to understand that rates had been at historic lows.
1: People tend to be so anxious about the fact that rates are in you know the low sixes, things like that. But that I mean historically, that's still a very low interest rate. So we were just also spoiled with the you know the three percent low four percent but it, it seems crazy but but really it's a healthy market when rates are at six percent
0: Clark says the slowdown in the market was a good thing
1: I think that the market got so frenzied and the, like multiple offer situations where people just didn't even have a chance to like take a deep breath and make an, an informed decision on what they wanted to do people were waving contingencies they were waving inspections you know uh, appraisal contingencies things like that
0: Clark says she is optimistic about spring after weathering the slowdown the Iowa Falls City Council this week rescheduled a public hearing on the city's proposed next fiscal year budget to April 17th. In other business, the Iowa Falls Council approved efforts to restore the fireplaces in the South Shelter at Four, uh, Foster Park and to renovate the pond at Sunnyside Park. And the Iowa Falls City Council approved the closure of certain streets and noise ordinance variances for the riverbend Rally, which will be held June 30th through July the 4th. The Clarksville City Council this week approved the city's maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. The Clarksville Council also discussed concerns with water pressure in an area along Jefferson Street. The council voted to replace a fire hydrant in this part of town to see if it was the main reason for the water pressure issue. Last night, the belmont Clemy School Board held a regular business meeting and approved the next school year calendar. School will begin on Wednesday, August the 23rd and should end June 2nd, 2024. In other business, the BK Board formally accepted the resignation of a board member, Heather Ridgway, who will be moving out of the district. The Belmont-Clemmy School Board decided to appoint someone to fill the vacancy for the at-large seat on the board. This week, the Clarksville School Board received the initial bargaining proposal from the Clarksville Education Association concerning the 2023-24 Collective Bargaining Agreement. Since this will be the second year of a two-year contract, the only item to be addressed will be wages, and the association is proposing to spend $131,621 for a total package increase of 5.83%. The Clarksville Board will present its initial proposal in the next uh, couple of weeks. In other business, the uh, Clarksville School Board set March 20th as the date to hold a public hearing on the proposed next school year calendar and set a public hearing for April 11th concerning the district's next fiscal year budget. The Iowa Department of Health and Human Services recently announced that 96 community water systems in Iowa were awarded a Water Fluoridation Quality Award from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Fluoridation is the adjustment of fluoride in drinking water to a level that is effective for preventing tooth decay. The awards were presented for 2021. In the broadcast area, water systems in Garner, Hampton, Iowa Falls, Mason City, and Ventura were recognized. The Iowa Department of Health and Human Services announced it will no longer require the reporting of positive COVID-19 tests on April 1st. The department started taking test reports in March of 2020. The announcement says since the development and widespread availability of rapid in-home tests, this type of reporting no longer accurately reflects the prevalence of the virus in the state. The Public Health Division will continue to review and analyze COVID-19 and other health data from several sources. AARP Iowa State Director Brad Anderson says the organization is pushing for state lawmakers to enact a cap on insulin costs like the one now in place for 18,000 federal Medicare users in the state. The Iowa Insurance Division estimates around 245,000 Iowans are on health insurance plans regulated by the state that have no caps on insulin. AARP Iowa would like to see a state cap on insulin somewhere between $35, and $100 per month. Anderson says a cap passed in the House in 2021 with broad bipartisan support, and they believe the time has come to get this bill to the finish line. This week is National FFA Week, and today's guest on the Radio 1 The Go Newsmaker program is Belmont Clemmy FFA advisor Debbie Barkaluk, who will talk about the FFA program at BK and what activities her students are participating in this year. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.